Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. How's your day at school? It was fine. It was good. How about you? Good. You're starting the uh, college search. Yeah, I am. Exciting? Very. Uh, How important is it to you that your college have a good uh, footy team? Not that important. I feel like most of them don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice to like cover the team though? That would be great. Mm -hmm. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Uh, What do you have planned for us tonight? Transfers. Before we start though, we're going to do something. I think we've done once or twice, but we haven't done it fully since he's officially left the club. Mm-hmm. We're going to thank Javier Torn Butthole Mastrano. Thank you, Javier. Thank for you, your Masi. time at the club. How long has he been there? Nine, ten? Uh, I think it was seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, he is a perfect example of in football, if you work hard enough, you can succeed. So of course, he's a great player, but he's the farthest thing possible from a typical Barca player. How so? He's not technical. He's not beautiful. He's... It's hard to see what exactly he's good at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he is tough as nails. And he succeeded really well. He was bought as a CDM. And I've told the story many times. How did he come to, um, I mean, why did Barca, um, you know, want to, or how were they able to make him a Barca player, even though technically he's the king? Uh huh. The king started the signing. So he brought. Was Messi a fan because they were friends from Argentina? They were best friends from Argentina. They were from the team or from Mas- even yeah, before then? From that, Messi was captain. And Mess- and Barca was looking for a backup defensive midfielder, I think, because mm-hmm. I think it was when around Yaya Torre was leaving. And, and he was like, you'll be great for this. And he's like, I'd love to. I don't mind seeing on the bench of Barcelona. I'll fight for my place. But where had he been playing? Liverpool, where he's one of the best CDMs in the world. Mm-hmm. Um We've got the best midfield in the world. We've got Chabi Alonso. We've got Chabi Alonso, no more Sissoko, Gerard, and Mastrano. That is a, a great, great chant. chant. Yeah, yeah, it's really memorable. It means I got. If you, if I sung it, it'd be real. I'm not going to sing it. All right. Come um, on. Let me no. hear you sing. Come on. No. No. Okay. Um. So yeah, he no means no. <laughs> not everyone knows that these days. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so um, you you want to thank Mastrano for it? Wait, 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 wait. So go back a little bit though. So he so he, he signed so, um, and so play. I've told this story many times on the show. It's okay, I have a bad memory. Yeah. Um, so he was signed to play backup defensive midfielder to Busquets, and when he got there, he goes, "I really want to start because it's Barcelona. You want to start, but there's no way I can displace Busquets." So he reinvented himself, became a center back when Puyol was injured a lot, played alongside BK. And he won two Champions Leagues. Mm-hmm. And he's going where now? High by Fortune. Pardon in me? China. Mm-hmm. And was it a pretty amicable or mutual yeah. uh, end of the... It was, it was time. I mean, it can't, be, it can't be. He can't be happy about it when you're... No, but he knew it was time. Yeah. And how do you know? I mean, what do you know about... Yari Mina's coming to replace him. I think physically you realize you can't play 60 or even 30, 20, 40 games to the highest level anymore. And what do you think the con- who who was the conversation uh, between? Was it someone? Was it the director of whatever and him I directly? I think it was or? partially Valverde, uh-huh. partially director of football Robert. Uh huh. Um, I think the board may have been involved a little bit. And is it with Mascherano is it him, him, personally, his, or his agent? Him, his agent. Yeah. His, all those people. Does he have a family? Wife, I, kids, etc. Do I, I think so. I think he came out of the pitch with his kids. Yeah, for a goodbye. Yeah. So it was as sad endings go as a happy sad ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. I think it would have been much received much worse and not have got as much attention if we weren't in such a purple patch, as I say, a form. Mm. 
Is that what they used to call it? A purple patch? I don't know why, but they call it that. doesn't sound good. It doesn't. It sounds like a weird disease, a rash. It sure does, yeah. But it's good. <laughs> to transfer. It's Wait, so, but a purple patch means a good thing. It does. Yeah. We've been playing really well. Good to know. I'm learning, I'm learning some nice phrases from you. Cup tied. Yeah. Purple patch. Yeah. All right, teach me Aggregate. more. Teach me more, young well, man. Well, actually, what was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought. Mm. Thanks, Fifi. Look, look at her. She's just so mean, isn't she? You guys can't see her, but she looks very sweet right now. Yeah, she went have a sweet dog. So anyway, we're going to talk about transfers. We're not going to talk about results in the past week as much. Okay. Not at all. At least they come up. Okay. So I can go through my favorite deals and the deals I think are going to flop the most. Okay. Most of my de- well, there are much more favorite deals than flops because... Because you're an optimist. Not, that too, but because I think... Clubs tend to not take as big risks in January uh-huh. because there are signs of as much trying to bet into the squad. Mm-hmm. The flip side is for relegation sign teams, a lot of these, uh-huh. signs, well, these signs are you have to take a risk. Well, I see, I see. Interesting. So can I ask you one quick question? Um, of course. So the, the winter transfer window is how big? How, how many weeks or days? It's, a, it's January 1st to 31st. That's it, okay. And is it the same among all the European leagues? Usually, I think now it is, yeah. Sometimes a day or two difference, but no, it's, it's all the same. Okay. And uh, additionally, um, are there... All the big European League. And are there, um, uh, are there any kind of overarching rules about what kind of transfers are or are not allowed during that window, or are they no. the same as... Okay, all right. Okay, so take it away. What do you know? So my favorite deal is a, it's a pretty clear one. <laughs> For 142 million pounds, these are all in pounds. Okay. Um, the second most expensive transfer of all time until this summer when Mbappe's deal PSG goes through. Mm-hmm. Philippe Coutinho of Football Club Barcelona. People say the the price is too much, but it's what we need to finally get this deal done. In this market, I think a player of his caliber and potential to grow open and be as good as he is for a long time is worth it. He offers, he's just unbelievable all over the pitch. Um, I think he's a potential heir to Iniesta. He could play in the wing. He could play in midfield. I think long-term will be in the midfield. You've seen him a little bit. What do you think of him? I was, uh, I've seen him very little, um, yeah. but I, like the him. experience was um, he looked unlike uh, anything I'd ever seen before. I'm not yeah. saying like so awesome or so much better. He's kind of unique. He just has a very, um, he's, it's hard for me to, he, he almost looked like, um, it reminded me a little bit more of basketball where you're a very athletic center or power forward and you just dart up to the top of the key, yeah. take the ball, distribute it, dart back, dart up. Yeah. He was moving in space in a very unusual way and his precision of uh, first touch and the pass were, it, it reminds me of, I mean, it's better He's than I would like be Messi with my hands. Ways, so I never ball. compare anyone to Messi really because yeah. I don't think... I think I don't think anyone's worthy of that. Really, I'm yeah. not joking because he's the best ever. But I gotta try not make this about him. Um, <laughs> I think Coutinho, his close touch, the way the ball seems glued to his foot, is very similar. I think. He, how, he's, how how tough is he? He doesn't seem very tough or physical, but to last that long and play so in the Premier League for a while, for so long, you gotta have a real thick skin. Also, if you, he reminds me, it reminds me of Neymar in a way. He reminds me of Neymar Rem- too. Remember, I think not personality-wise, luckily. Mm-mm. He seems much more committed to the team cause. Um, he's got that cultish yeah. energy. Yeah. He's slender. But he, um, he, he, when, it, when you remember how small, like physically, Neymar was when he came to Barca? I do. He was tiny. He yeah. looked like he could get killed. And he yeah. had a lot of injury problems this first season. That was 
uh, Coutinho when he first came to Liverpool from Inter. Uh, what do you think is his culture fit? Well, his best friend is already there, Luis Suarez, who bought him a house, actually. That was nice He's getting paid back, I hope. Why don't but you ever buy me a house? Because you're my dad. You Maybe one day I'll buy you a house. I appreciate no, it. I think, Just a little, like, shack on the beach. With, I think I'd say a shake shack. <laughs> I want a shack on the beach with a shake shack. Aye. And uh, a putting green. Okay. But not just putting. You have to be able to chip from like a bunker, which will be easy if it's on, on the beach. beach right, yeah. exactly. Okay, that's fair. I'll work on it. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, uh, Coutinho, I think the whole, he may he may go into the social group of Messi, Mascherano, Suarez, taking Mascherano's role. Oh, I, I love how you're already um, yeah. planning his uh, replacement on the social front too. Yeah. Okay, so I'm excited for you being excited about Coutinho. What's next? Emerson, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Left back, left wing back from Roma. It's a transition that's gone under the radar, but I think it's going to work out well. He's he looks very solid. I think he's great potential. He can attack and defend. How much so does he cost? Seventeen mm-hmm. million pounds, relatively cheap. Yeah. Also for eighteen million pounds, you're who Chelsea signed today. One of your favorite players, mm. someone who I used to hate from Arsenal, I've come to respect a little bit more. Tell me, Olivia Giroud is now a blue. You're kidding. Do you hear about? You're gonna that be happy today. Yeah. You're going to be here about Chelsea's Wait, game you, today. For only $18 million? Yeah. I thought Drew was supposed to be one of the best strikers in England. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. He, he's fine, but I started like more. He's not he's that one of the amazing. best strikers in France. I mean, he right? The French national team, he's... He, I don't know why he even makes a squad. They have Benzema, he Griezmann. Score, though. Well, Benzema didn't play in the Euros because yeah. of blackmail. Yeah. Let that be a lesson to Griezmann, you. Griezmann, Lacazette, Mbappe... He's fine. Uh huh. So Geniac, remember Geniac? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. You know how bad he was. He almost signed for Barca. So wait, talk to me a little bit more about Giroud to Chelsea. Um, uh, so is I gonna get? I was gonna get into more back, so I'll get into it now, please, because that's to come, come. It has to do with my next favorite deal. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a three-way deal. Okay. First, Aubameyang moved to Arsenal this morning. That's big for fifty-six million pounds. It's huge. That's one of my favorites. Now, Aubameyang from Dortmund. Yeah. And had he has he um, reached his full potential? Do you think? Or He's no? 28, 29. Yeah. So uh-huh. I think yeah, he has. I think he'll be phenomenal for them. Problem is playing him with Urzel, Lacazette, and McTarn at the same time. Lacazette may get dropped, but I think it should go really well. Because I see Wenger purchase another big name and really spend more. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that means Dortmund needs a new striker. Okay. They signed Michi Batshuayi on loan from Chelsea, who Chelsea oh. wanted to get rid of, who went to Dortmund. Now Chelsea wants another backup striker or someone to compete with Murata who hasn't been playing well. I see. So that's where Drew comes in. So I see. So uh, Batshuayi you were very high on. Is yeah. he, has he dipped? He hasn't played well. He hasn't played much. Conte doesn't seem to like him. I don't know what it is. I still think he's a good player for sure. So really. let me see if I have this right. Aubameyang from Dortmund to Arsenal. Which is the big one. That's the big one. Exciting. Um, then Dortmund needed someone, and that someone was Batshuayi, who came from Chelsea. Yeah, on a loan. And then on a loan. Uh, okay. And then Chelsea needed someone as essentially a second striker, yeah. and that's Drew from uh, Arsenal. Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very good. Okay. One of my other favorite deals. Can I just ask? Yeah. Those seem like uh, that's a lot of high-profile players in one deal in one day, yeah. or one you know circular deal. How rare is that for the winter window? Not well, very. Technically, or? they're all separate deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they're all. Um, well, people always talk about a ripple effect in transfer market. The big example that didn't happen as was expected was when Pogba first went to United. People always going to create a huge ripple effect mm-hmm. throughout the transfer window. I'm trying to think of a good example recently. It's the idea of when one team at the top spends a lot. Yeah. 
it goes to right. the other team, it goes to another team, right. it goes to another team. Right. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is it's rare that there could be three question. players, even though it wasn't one deal, three players that I've heard of. Yeah, all associated <laughs> all. in the same transfers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. <laughs> Pretty plays you've heard of. That's a good one. Pretty low standard. Okay, yeah. all right. Pretty Fair high down. standard. Yeah. You, you've heard of that many players, have you? Oh, high standard for the deal, low standard. I have low standards. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, carry on. Uh, Mickey Tarn, Arsenal, the swap of Sanchez, Alexis Andres is combined for my favorite and least favorite deal. Why? I think Mkhitaryan is a great player. I think he's going to do very well at Arsenal. I think he's very Wenger type. I think he'll get him back to his best, especially with Aubameyang, who is unbelievable with at Dortmund. I love Alexis Sanchez. I think he was great at Barca. I think he'll be great for United. But I don't think United should have signed him. I think too much financially, which I don't always believe is the reason not to sign a great player. But I think it goes against Mourinho's famous track record of not trusting young players. He has one of the best young Left winger, he's one of the best young left wingers in the world, and Mark Strasser, and I think the best in Martial, who I think will, has almost no ceiling. Mm. I think so, signing Sanchez for the short term will really uh, hinder their progress. I, it'll still probably work out well because Sanchez is a phenomenal player who could play elsewhere. I'd is, like to see him play as number 10 with Martial on the left. Is Sanchez the kind of person who is a good uh, tutor for younger players? Do you no. Think? He was he was <laughs> that was that, he was Arsenal's best player, but most players still wanted him to leave because he was so, he behaved so poorly. How so? He was just pouting on the pitch. He wouldn't celebrate goals with them mm. because if I had Arsenal, I'd probably do the same thing. If I was of his ability, mm. I'm, not, I'm only kind of joking. Um, um, but can I, um, can I ask go, after this? Sorry, <laughs> after Mourinho's track record of not using young players to the best of their ability, I know it's not really what we're talking about this episode, but it's my show. Yeah. So I think I can say what I want, so I can go against Mourinho for a I little bit. I can't really stop you. You can't. Unless I oh. pull this plug. Your, your hand's on the deck. Hang on no, a please. second. Okay, go ahead. Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. Are yeah. you, you're going to turn it off, aren't no, you? No, no, no. Are you, are, you, are you lowering my mic? No, I'm just lowering your mic. <laughs> no, you're lowering my mic. <laughs> huh? Did I lower your mic? No, turn I don't believe I don't believe I lowered your mic. What's that? I didn't hear you. Can you hear me now? Huh? No, I can't. Oh, that's uh Go ahead, you're good. Can All you right. hear me now? Okay, right. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> What'd you want to say? Take your hand off it. All right, okay. What'd you want to say? I'm keep, okay, so what I want... <laughs> you're just scaring me. What I wanted to say is Mourinho, he's so good for the short term, he can be, but usually the effects on a club after he leaves are detrimental. The one example is Madrid. They've succeeded after he left, but Inter, Chelsea, for the most part. Mm. And how does that happen? What's the channel by I which think that... he uh, really ruins the morale in the dressing room. Mm. I think he he only focuses on the short term what he wants on like Pep's clubs for example usually do pretty well after he leaves. Hmm. Um, how does he, in your words, you know, destroy or whatever hurt the morale by making? Is it that sorry he, us against them, which helps the players at first with uniting with their manager? But then he, I've never seen a manager criticize his own players as much in the press. I think a manager is free to criticize his players as much as he'd like in in private. But I think. Mm-hmm. In public, for the most part, you should be with them, and like, he's degrading to them. He says he said he was just destroying Luke Shaw for his fitness, and said then he played a good game. He said, "Yeah, he played well." But I was basically playing for him, standing next to him on the touchline the whole time, telling him what to do. Oh my goodness! Hey, a jerk does that. Well, I can think of a few, but uh, me. Well, I was thinking Fifi. You know, Fifi, our dog yeah. is very judgmental. Um, question: um, Arsenal made um, so those are pretty big moves for Arsenal. 
Is it um, contra? Is this contra Wenger standard procedure? And was that surprising to you that it was? I think he knew he had to spend big with Alexis leaving. Mm-hmm. I still think, I think they still need a center back, a top center back, and top center mid mm-hmm. to fully compete. Mm-hmm. I still think even with that they'd be better off with another younger, more innovative manager. I think they still won't go that far with Wenger in charge as well as Kroenke. Mm-hmm. From America. So if you were if you were their manager tomorrow, what's the first three moves you'd make? Signings. Sure, I'd say two. Um, I'm trying to think. I want, realistically, I'd go to Napoli for two players. Okay. Center back, I'd go Kaladu Koulibaly, and uh, central mid, I'd go Fernando Diawara. Mm-hmm. And they'd play in place of who? Um, well, I think it depends if they're playing back three. Koulibaly would start alongside Koscioni and Mustafi. I haven't actually been following Arsenal's injuries, so I don't know who's fit. Mm-hmm. But I think w- with both of them playing, the ideal lineups in center back would it be Mustafi or Koscioni and Koulibaly. And in the middle of the park, I'd say Will Shear if he was fit alongside Diawara. And what do you do to increase scoring? <laughs> Their chances should take care of that. Mm-hmm. At front four of Urzel, Aubameyang, Lacazette, mm-hmm. and Mkhitaryan is pretty great. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh, Jurgen Lukadia, a Dutch goal scorer to Brighton for 14 million pounds. He's mm. 24. He is was Brighton very, in trouble uh, relegation? 16th or 17th. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's, this is think, the, that's the kind of move you make when yeah, you're down there. You, spe- you spend big on a goal scorer. So, I also spent on loan, they got Leonardo Uchoa from Leicester, who's like the guy who scored the goals to keep him up for the miracle mm. season. So I think he's going to score a lot. I think it's going to be a great sign for them. Is there a phrase for you know trying to stay out of the relegation zone? No, but I love you, your eagerness to learn phrases. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's uh, next? I'm Merrick Laporte to Man City, 57 million pound center back. Wowzer. Um, he might, he, it's not going to start right away, I think. or He played today, actually. One day after the move, I think he may have started. Mm. Actually, I'm not sure. But he rejected City before the World Cup. Um, I don't know why. In, er, in 2014. No, it wasn't. It was more recently than that. He rejected them a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he knows, He thinks now the time is right. Where's he from? Laporte? He's French. Mm-hmm. Bilbao. But he played for them Bosque Rules, which we'll get to about someone else because he came through the academy. I see. He's a Guardiola center back. He's big, strong. He plays the ball beautifully. Mm-hmm. I think him and John Stones for years, for almost a decade, will be a great center back pairing. Okay. Another um, great Man City signing. Uh, I know Jack you know Harrison. Jack Harrison. From New York City Football Club. Let's clap for him, please. Pride of New York City. NYCFC. I'm scared. So, do you want to quickly tell the story of Jack Harrison, his history, for those who don't know? Do About you remember the history? Growing up. Yeah. He came. He was in Manchester United's Academy. He was a fairly promising young player. Mm-hmm. His mom pulled him out because. She wanted him to get a better education in case the law didn't work. She brought him to the Berkshire School in the United States, uh, in the Berkshires of New York. Mm-hmm. Or the Berkshire School is in uh, Massachusetts, probably, I think. Probably, yeah. 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 Good school. He played footy there, played great. Um, went to Wake Forest for soccer, football. Mm-hmm. Uh, was drafted number one overall by NYCFC in the MLS draft. Uh, I don't think he was drafted number one by us. He, w- I think, he I, was. I think we acquired him after, no? He, we traded up to oh, him number one. Ah, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that too recently, or I forgot. So we, and then he's, so we had him for played two, well for was it two full seasons then? Yeah, and he was great. Describe his play for people who have He's an seen. energetic English winger. He's direct, he can dribble, he can shoot, great left foot, pretty mm-hmm. good right foot. He's how old now? 21 or two-ish? 21 or two. Um, he's not going to City's first team yet. He's on loan at Middlesbrough for the rest of the season. 
I heard the main reason they went to get him is because he was very close to going to his boyhood club of Stoke City, his hometown club. Uh-huh. Um, and they want him to stay in the City Football Group, and they think he does have the potential to play for Man City. So we Guardiola should be clear that Man City owns, well, the ownership uh, the ownership City Football Group. The ownership of City, uh, Man City owns uh, NYCFC, NYCFC, Dorona. Um, oh, really? Yeah, they bought them recently. I didn't and they know. They're good players. Yeah. So, wait, when you, so does Man City have any relationship with Middlesbrough, though? No. So that's just a loan, just a standard loan. Yeah. And what's the, um, what's the goal or the intention? If I'm Man City, I acquire this young guy. I know him because he's been playing at my New York satellite team. Yeah. And I think that he's what, whatever, however however good you think he's going to be, to immediately loan him out, what's the purpose? You just want to get him... Devel- have him develop, have him acclim- acclimatize. Acclimate. Acclimate. I think, A- yeah. Acclimate. They both work. Acclimate yeah. it. Do they do? Do yeah. they now? Yeah. yeah. To the English game, the physicality of it, maybe a little lower... Left will play it first at Middlesbrough and Championship. And a loan like that typically has what kind of term on it? In other words, would... This uh, is a six-month loan. Okay, so, you, so so Man City cannot bring him back before six months? Is that right? That's more loan-to-loan, like deal-to-deal. But I mean, in this case, you say... if Here's what I'm asking. This is nice. You can only recall someone during the transfer window unless uh, there's a term uh, that says if he's injured, maybe. Okay. I guess what I, what I was going to ask was, let's say Man City... Is winding down the season, and they need a player, and they need a player. Yeah. No. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Is there money involved with a loan to a club like Middlesbrough? Yeah, but not significant because I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. The deal from Harrison NYCFC was four million. Now we- I understand Man City also acquired another landmark NYCFC player with beautiful flowing locks. I don't know. Mixed is screwed. I don't know the whole deal. Apparently, there's some sponsorship thing where he doesn't actually have to play for them. I don't want to get well, into that it. might be best. Yeah, because he's not very good, mm. is he? Well, he, we had very high hopes for him. He, he, was, he peaked on his very first day yeah, of NYCFC's existence against Orlando at Orlando, right? <laughs> yeah. And it, it was not. He uh, just it just how would how would you describe his style of play uh, compared Harry. to let's say <laughs> compared to let's say Jack Harrison? Very simple, boring, not a lot. Well, simple, I think. So I'd mm-hmm. say. Do you think Harrison will fit in well? Obviously, he is English. Do you think he'll fit in well with the English style of play? I do. I think he's physical, good mix of physical and technical ability. Do you think he's got the ability to be uh, a substantial Prem player long term? Maybe not at City, but in the Prem, I think. Because I could. think uh, a year or two ago, you and I had this conversation off, no. off, off record, yeah. not on the show. And I think you thought there's no way that he's so that I think quality. He, I think he could... Do well for a club like Stoke. I don't think he's not going to start for Man City. That's mm-hmm. crazy. What does this do or say about MLS and or NYCFC? I think it's a big deal. Really, that Pep Guardiola, the greatest manager in the world, <laughs> and the richest team in the world, yeah. possibly, or the second richest, I say, wanted to sign Jack Harrison for NYCFC. And well, on the other hand, you could say they the richest team in the world has so much money and. This yeah, guy sure. they're familiar with because he's at one of. It's their- a big deal. He went to one of the best teams. The second, Salu's second best team in the world right now. All right, so that's uh, Jack Harrison of New York City to Man City. Yes, uh, what's next? Um, another loan deal. Yep. Um, Daniel Sturridge, West Brom. Daniel Sturridge, West really? Brom's last place. But I think if Sturridge can stay fit, he will help fire them to Premier League safety. So what is it? So what's that mindset got to feel like? You're the goal scorer that's brought in to rescue a team. 
if you relegation. <laughs> if yeah, what's his fitness issue? Injury or he? Yeah, he, he's always injured. What kind of injuries? Everywhere, like leg. I don't know. He, he's one of those players who hasn't been fit mm-hmm. at all, really. So, so how risky is that move? I think maybe he has been fit a little bit recently, but before that, he was so unfit that Klopp didn't want to play him. Mm-hmm. Um, another, I think it's a loan move that I like. Uh, yeah, I think it's a six months loan to start. Jao Mario of Inter Milan to West Ham United. Mm-hmm. He is a unbelievably talented player. Technical ability is superb from Sporting. He mm-hmm. went to Sporting Lisbon. He went to Inter. Um, we'll have to see if his attitude can match his talent. I think that's the reason. What's wrong with his attitude? He's a, like you. He's kind of selfish, I'd say, uh, but I think he is a great player. Okay. Um, I think he's technical. I think he's physical enough to fit the Prem. Mm-hmm. Another chance I like Mark Bartra de Real Batiste hmm. for an undisclosed fee. I remember Mark Bartra. Where's he been lately? Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah. He, uh, they didn't like him there, I guess, anymore. He has the ability to really he was a, He's kind of a thin center back, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah tall. Mm-hmm. Um, another chance I like is Guillerme, Guillerme Arana from, I forget, I think it was Corinthians in Brazil, mm-hmm. to Sevilla, young left back for almost 10 million pounds. Don't hold me to Corinthians, I think I'm right, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, he's one of the best young left backs in the world. He features heavily in an episode we have coming up soon about the best young players in the world. Oh, tell me about that episode. It's uh, just a pr- very heavy overview of a lot of like 50, 60 of the world's best players I've been working oh on. Oh my God, how long is that episode? Should I, I bring a pillow? I don't think we might make it a two-parter. Wow. Um, 50 or 60? So yeah. what are the criteria? Um, just if you're really good, if you're really young, what, how, if I like you. How young? Under what? I'm thinking, thinking like 22 oldest. Mm-hmm. So pretty young. And um, what what qualifies as good? I mean, did you have objective measures, or they're just people that you've been paying attention to and you think are stat highlights everything? Okay, all right. I look forward to those episodes. Um, a few more transfers, please. Um, I'm going to go over just two more quickly, and then name a few more. Enigo Martinez, Athletic Bilbao. I think one of the most impressive transfers. Like I said, I brought it up a little bit before. He he was like the only viable candidate. For Bilbao to replace Laporte with the only really other really good boss center back they don't already have. Okay. And they signed him from Real Sociedad, their biggest rivals for 28 million pounds, while turning a 30 million pound profit. I think that's unbelievable business. And they did it within one day. Wow. That's huge. Um, Pietro Pellegrini to Monaco from Genoa. He's 16. Wow. He's younger than me. Yes, he is. That's unbelievable. Yes, he is. Man. <laughs> He's a great young player. Bachelor at Dortmund, we discussed. Sandro Sevilla, Sandra. formerly of Barca, uh, yeah. on loan from Everton. He was great at Malaga last year and worked at Everton. We'll see how he does. Sergio Garcia to Dortmund. Sergio Garcia to He's Dortmund. He's given up on golf. Uh, yeah. 17 year old. Now I'm thinking Sergio, not his name. I think it is. It is. Great 17 year old player from Masia. Another great talent in the board. Stupidly lets go. I'm tired. It's a Where, Wednesday night. I'm not in the mood to rain against the board, but it was stupid. <laughs> where's he? Where's he been lately, though? B team. Uh, uh, uh. So this is the end of his Barca career, or is it alone? And I feel like he's gonna be one of those, these guys who realized it was stupid. I'm going to sign for like how, how twenty how, times. How old is he? He's seventeen. So, so what do you think that conversation is like when you're informed that your career at Barcelona is? I feel like he part. I think he partially made that. Decision himself because honestly, if I was a young player, I would not want to be at Barcelona right now. Why? We don't promote youth well with this board. Hmm. Yeah. 
who was the last? Uh, no, well, is that really true? Uh, yeah. Name the last three uh, La Masia players ultimately promoted to the A team. Ultimately, in other words, like not like Eleni who's on the who's on the verge. Correct. Right now. Yeah. <sighs> Sergi. Sergi Roberto, I guess. Yeah. Is he it? Lately, we haven't done too well lately. Busquets uh, and Pedro in 09. Well, they're not so young. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're, in, uh, where'd Dave Feo come uh, from? He's La Masia. Oh. To, but he came back from Everton and Sevilla and um, somewhere else, I forget. I think. Uh, or maybe just Everton. Alcacer? Most recently, Everton. Alcacer? He's, wait, and actually, today, one of my deals, I think it's going to be a flop, is Dave Feo went on loan to Watford. Um, oh. Alcacer was 40, 30, 40 million from Valencia. Uh, Dave Feo went on loan to Watford, and that's because of. Um, we don't like Dave. Uh, Don Ernesto does not like him. <laughs> Don Ernesto, and he's been uh, he's he's been judged uh, unnecessary because of Coutinho, or is that not really part mm, of partially that? Just because just because he does not good enough. Yeah, um, I'm tired. I saw Munir uh, on the uh, on the bench. Uh, I guess, yeah, he, he's where was Olives. He plays for Olives. Olives, yeah, yeah, and uh, he was not starting. It was a, uh, I think he was a, was he called? Was he subbed in eventually? He may have been. How's he been doing though? He's doing fine. He seemed to have a. Did you think that he would make it at Barca or no? I thought he'd be a decent rotational player. Yeah. Nothing yeah. More. Okay. All right. It's a school night. You're tired. Let's do some I'm flops. I'm tired. Let's hear we'll some flops. Away. Okay. Van Dyke to Liverpool for 75 million pounds. He's a good player. He's not as good as everyone. For how many? I think 75 million. Wow. Most ever for a defender. Not a good way to start spending the Coutinho money. Really? Ross Barkley, your friend, who you like. Boss Rarkley. I just Chelsea. like him on FIFA. Yeah, to How Chelsea, much? 15 million. Ross only got 15? Wait, he, has he been, he's still at Everton? So he had, no, he's going to Chelsea now. No, he's he, on Chelsea. Where was he though? Everton. Yeah. There were six months left on his contract, so that's a good amount of money. Oh, all him. right, okay. Uh, Francis Coquelin from Arsenal Volunteer to a million. He's not that good. Dale or Watford, I said. Lucas Moore to Tottenham. I used to be a big fan of him. But I read something about him which I think is very accurate. He's the Brazilian Theo Walcott, just a little better. That means a lot to me. He's great on the ball, good dribbling, great pace, but not much end product. So I think he'll disappoint in the Prem. Okay. Where you need the end product. Marcus McGuane to Barcelona. What? A, a what? 17-year-old English midfielder for the B team. Really? Yeah. Wow. For, How come this is the first I hear of this? How come you have Because he's, he's going to the B team and he's not going to end up being anything. How do you know? When, when, who's the last uh, English player on Barcelona? On the A team? <sighs> Can't be Gary Lineker. Could be Gary Lineker. It might be Gary Lineker. <laughs> I don't know. Gary Lineker, do you think? Maybe Gary Lineker. Huh, interesting. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, Wait, that, but that's your projected flop, McGuane to Barca. But how big a flop can it be if you're only thinking true. of him as the B team? Well, he's expected to go to the first team. I don't wow. think happened. You're totally not excited. I'm but excited. Let me, let me ask you a question. Are you not excited because the. Uh, friends and mentors and journalists and so on that you follow are not excited, or are you legitimately not excited on your own? Not excited about him. Because why? Have you seen him play? I think he's good. I think he could possibly make it at Barca, but I just think I don't trust the board to promote youth. Lasana Dr to PSG. He's played everywhere in Madrid. I forget where else. He's played so many good teams, and he's on PSG in a free transfer. Mm. 
I think I'm sorry for my low energy tonight. I'm just, I think I'm going now with a cold. You do sound a little froggy. Well, yeah. I uh, you, you may have low energy, but I appreciate all the work you put into uh, you. this. Uh, and we have some more episodes coming for you guys soon. We're gonna have so much for you during the World Cup. Mainly, I will. I'm so much, you. so much. So. I think we should invite uh, listeners to tell us, I guess, via tweet or email. What they most what you want us? Yeah, what you'd most Cup. like to hear or not hear during the World Cup? My voice and, and other <laughs> upcoming episodes. Yeah. So you tell you want to talk about a few of the ideas that you've been thinking about, just for in general for the World Cup. For the World Cup. So think, first of all, we're not going to Russia. We're not going to Russia. More your choice than mine. But yeah, it's, it's not know, practical. It was, it was, it was a difficult decision for college. Exactly. Um, I think my main idea is going to a lot of bars and little cultural hubs around New York City, interviewing people from different different countries. Uh, during matches? After, during well, matches. During, you don't want to talk to people on their deals. I'll go watch a game with them. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. That's the main thing I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Are there special guests you're thinking about having? Yeah, I don't want to reveal any names yet, just because okay. right. I'm Fair. not going to. Fair enough. Um, we are going to work on some... We're going to host some events with our friend Travis, who mm-hmm. you guys know. Mm-hmm. I think we might host some pickup games. He has a store he's going to be launching eventually. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to have a lot of really exciting stuff coming up for you guys. And if you ever want to talk to us, you're ever in New York, you want to see us, reach out to us. So tweet. Worst we'll do is say no and tell you to leave us alone forever. Tweet any, <laughs> tweet any uh, ideas for types of episodes or any advice. Salman, I'm proud of you. I think you're doing better and better as you yeah. get older with uh, my old age. <clears throat> with this podcasting thing, um, you have a lot of information. Think you're delivering it better every time. You're maturing. Very proud of you as a father and a colleague. Thank you. You're welcome. Colleague, yeah. um, All I need right now. You know what I need right now? Some good old fashioned cough syrup. <laughs> Can I say that on air? Because uh, I think I just did. I think you just did. So uh, here's what I'll say. Congrats to Jack Harrison trading one blue for another blue. Nope. No, rejected. Terrible. Let me. Uh, really rejected. <laughs> well, I feel bad now. I feel under pressure. Yeah. Um, he's still not that good. He's Olivier Giroux. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny for one. It's funny for two. Nice That's talking. all it is. <laughs>